This guy is a 22-year-old man. He had the world by the tail. He was a first-round draft pick. He was making millions of dollars, living the dream, came from the poor neighborhood, and in one night of just terrible judgment, his life is basically over. Hey friends, welcome to Genuine Life Recovery with me, Jody Stevens, my husband, Aaron. We are talking about addiction recovery, about the concept that alcohol does not uh, discriminate, right? The super sad situation with the Raiders and of course, um, the Henry. victim. Yeah, Henry Ruggs, the, the wide receiver of the Raiders who um, killed someone, got, got drunk and, you know, reckless homicide. So before we get into this, I want to just just let you know that in America, you're considered innocent until proven guilty. And even though Henry Ruggs has been accused of driving 150 plus miles an hour, killing somebody, being yeah. drunk while driving, and having a loaded firearm that he didn't buy oh legally gosh. in his car, those all four felony charges, he is presumed innocent. So just keep that in mind as we talk about this, because our focus is actually saying alcoholism and this kind of stuff doesn't discriminate. Yep. This guy is a 22-year-old man. He had the world by the tail. He was a first-round draft pick. He was making millions of dollars, living the dream, came from the poor neighborhood, and in one night of just terrible judgment, his life is basically over if what he is accused of is actually proven true. Everything changed in one night. So kind of our focus is, hey, it could happen to me. It could have been me. It could have been him. It could be you if you are drinking, if you're drinking and driving, if you're an addict. I've been sober 16 years. So we're coming from this perspective of, you know, what we learned along the way he just celebrated 19 years. So woohoo. I, um, in my last video, I think I said 20 years because it all runs together, but, but you know, uh, it's been a long time. I'm working towards my alcohol drug therapy license. And our goal is just advocacy to talk about addiction, to talk about recovery, to talk about how, you know, God heals, to talk about how there's hope, but you know, you, you, you gotta get help. By the way, if you like this channel or this podcast, Cast, please hit the subscribe button so you'll be uh, notified every time I do a new video. But here's this guy. I remember when I was his age, I was in college. He's 22. Life's going along. He's having a grand old time. He's just partying. He's like, woohoo. You know, isn't this great? I don't know if he was an alcoholic. I don't know what, but things are going really great for him. Then he gets, he gets drunk. Remember alcohol changes your brain. So he's thinking as he's wasted that there's not going to be an issue to get in his car, to, to drive like crazy, to, to show off for somebody. And then all of a sudden so he's killed somebody. He's probably going to get 20 years and it's all over. I got arrested when I was 21 years old for a DUI. And I remember thinking to myself afterwards, right? They took my license away. They threw me into a half house, a halfway house for a couple of days. And I remember being so scared and thinking, God, I could have killed somebody. I could have killed somebody. But you know what? I kept drinking. I kept drinking for another 13 years after that, you 13 know? 13 years after that? Yeah, something like that. It was because I was 21 when I got arrested and I was like 30, what, 33 when I got sober. That's, so, uh, yeah, there's a huge disconnect. I, yeah. I did a thing, you know, you know, we're, at least I'm a diehard Raiders fan. She married into it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it could happen. The point of it is just because it happened to somebody on my beloved football team, it could happen to you. 
I probably guessed that I probably drove drunk at least 2000 times in my lifetime, maybe even more than that. And so when you look at somebody who gets a DUI, you know, darn good and well that they have been over the legal limit driving yeah. dozens, if not hundreds of times. And the paradox is, you know what you're doing is wrong, yet you can't stop doing it. And that's why the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and why, you know, the spiritual input from God, because that's the kind of intervention it takes to break that, just break that cycle of human frailty and human stupidity. Um, I feel for the victim. The victim apparently was either killed instantly or died shortly after the accident, because by the time the, the, the people got there, she was gone. But I also feel for, for Henry because, you know, He's looking at up to 20 years in prison. He's 22, 23 years old right now. He's going to be probably in his 40s or pushing 40 by the time he gets out. And he's going to have to start completely over again. And I think the moral to the story is, is that if you even think you slightly have a problem with alcohol, drugs, whatever, get help now. Don't become a statistic. Stop deluding yourself into thinking it will never happen to you and get there. And this is part of the reason why my wife is so passionate about recovery and, and sobriety and stuff like that. And why she does this channel is because if one person listens, it makes this whole effort worth it. And we hope that that person is you watching this video. And the other thing too, to remember, a lot of people think it's no big deal. I can keep drinking. I can keep using drugs, but we know that it is a progressive disease. My worse. brother died of addiction. He had 10 DUIs when he died of his addiction, when my dad found him dead in a recovery house and he ended up doing some meth that killed him. Why did it kill him? Because the booze, all the years of the booze, started shutting his organs down. I had another friend who died um, of her addiction because her organs shut down. So remember, it's your organs and your liver and all this stuff that, that has to work super hard to get all this crap out of your body. And the more it has to work, the, the, the more pressure it puts on your body, basically. So your organs start to shut down. So what's going to happen if you keep using is... Sadly, you can kill someone because the booze messes up your brain, right? So it's releasing all these endorphins. You're acting all crazy and you're thinking you're superhuman, just like cocaine or whatever. You're thinking you can do things that you can't, like drive 150 miles an hour. So in an instant, it can all change. Or you can be someone like my brother who just keeps damaging their body to the point um, of death. Or you can be like the other people in our family, like my grandpa who had a stroke or my uncle who had a heart attack. So what happens is it's just progressive because you're ingesting poison and it's making you feel like you're attached, you know, because there's a lot of different causes of alcohol and some of it's early trauma, right? So when you when, you know, I mean, you know, when you first drank, you felt so good, you felt connected, you felt like your self-esteem went up and it does all this stuff, but it's fake. It's not real. And so you're doing it to feel better about things, but then pretty soon it changes on you. So now first you were doing it to feel better, but then your tolerance builds up and then pretty soon you're having to do it so you don't feel like crap. So it, it turns on you, right? It's that whole negative reinforcement. First, it was supposed to help you. Now you're using it just so, so you don't have panic or so you don't have a seizure or so you don't, you know what I mean? So it's, it's progressive and it's deadly. Feels great at first. 
then you're dependent upon it and and eventually it kills you. So I just wanted to dedicate this uh, little podcast to my friend, John, Uh, you know who you are. And uh, thank you for, thank you for reaching out to me. I know that you have, uh, I know that you have three months. It's just, it's really cool. Keep it up, brother, because this is what it's all about. Don't become a statistic, stick it out and do what you have to do to get your program. And I know a couple of other friends, Dan and Sam and others who've got several years behind their belt. And it's been a privilege and an honor to play a role in that for you guys as well. So anyway, folks, this is the sad story of Henry Ruggs. You know, as a Raiders fan, it sucks because we just lost our receiver. But there's so many bigger things going on here. And I hope that this lesson and I hope that this podcast stirs a little something in you and you seek a little bit of help. Yeah. And I hope, uh, you know, I pray for the victim. I don't even know her name. Was it a gal? Yeah. 23 year old female. So I just pray for her family and for that situation, because that's super heartbreaking and pray for, for Henry because he's going to go to jail and maybe this will change his course. Maybe he'll find the Lord. Maybe he will, you know, come to create a ministry and, and help people. And so we just pray for that because God can do miracles and, and, and turn his life around. And, and God turned our lives around. Um, I mean, between the two of us, like <laughs> we have a lot of sobriety. So, you know, and the thing of it is, is that you're not alone. Addiction affects so many people. I mean, so many people. Everybody, you know, if you're watching this, either you're an addict or somebody in your family is, right? I mean, every time you- Everybody you know, knows somebody. Yeah. So so there is there is lots of help out there. There's counselors, like what I'm studying to be. There's um, cert- certified drug and alcohol counselors. There's Alcoholics Anonymous, and there's uh, helplines- so basically, if you call a national helpline, what they will do is connect you with meetings in your area. You can go get a sponsor and then you can go get um, work with a sponsor because a lot of times with alcohol and drugs, there's underlying issues. So for me, right. there was anxiety issues and, and didn't depression. You make, and didn't you put, you put a little thing together that you're handing out to people free, right? It's a PDF. Like if they... If they sign up and follow mm-hmm. and subscribe, they're going to get this thing for free. It's a resource thing you put together, right? I did. Yeah. So it's a free sobriety resource. And I'd love to send that to you. And it does have that. It has um, helplines and what makes a good sponsor and where to find meetings and uh, those sorts of things. And you can just email me and I would be happy to send that to you. And so my email is genuinelife at jodystevens.org. And uh, it's on your screen there. So God bless you. There is hope. Get help. God can do miracles and God can deliver you from your addiction. Go Raiders. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, hit the subscribe button or um, subscribe to this podcast if you would. That way you'll be notified every time we put a new video out. So God bless you, friends, and uh, thanks for watching.